welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Center, Season 2, Episode 5, written by Samir Mehta, directed by Sharon Dabis, Dabis, one or the other. This episode premiered 829 of 2018, and I gave it a 7.2 out of 10. Wasn't one of my favorite episodes, even though maybe the last, um, the flashback was probably the most interesting aspect of it. But we've gotten halfway through, more than halfway through the season now, and I will say, holding up, it's not, it doesn't have the same intensity as season one did i can remember every week going oh i can't wait until friday man i can't wait until friday so i can get back into the center i need to know what's happening next and i figured out what it is it's not that the story isn't compelling it's just that the characters aren't there's no personal connection to any of the the players and thus i don't find myself emotionally invested as much as i am just curious regarding the mystery and i think that's the missing piece that season one did have is i was all about all of the different characterizations and i i wanted to follow each and every one of them so that's the unfortunate bit here but i am still you know i still like the show i still want to see where it goes how it's going to unfold but i am a little a little off on the the actions that some of them are taking particularly harry we start with him he is watching footage to show that he voluntarily checked himself into the motel and even had a conversation with the hotel rep that he has no recollection of and then he just walks on out heather wants to go hard at vera at the police station I'm not sure why they never ran a DNA test. I feel like in a murder situation, like all bases need to be covered. Like you just can't roll up and say I'm his mother. And it seems like they're like the recognition aspect. I get that. But that's also you can recognize a friend or a really great. I feel that a DNA test just would have been standard procedure. But this entire time and I'm almost with the captain, like you kept all of this because you wanted to be sure the way in which they are handling their case is not what I would 100% be about. <laughs> I think they could do a touch better. I have to say, the Julian is Marin's baby was such a threadbare reach of circumstantial evidence that I did reevaluate a little bit like yeah i may need just like the tape was really what they had to tell the chief that this isn't just my gut feeling so i will back up on my earlier (laughs) idea that you know she told him so late in the game but it does harry keeps playing mom about vera she knows that they met last night at mosswood and then you just ain't got nothing to say about it like come on now you be supposed to be partners but you're not telling me stuff but then again heather kind of like calling the kettle black but harry realizes this cult gets people to behave in ways that differ from the person that they are typically 
presenting themselves to society which is a little odd considering that they're town folk of keller and they're keeping their association on the dl so maybe there's more of an insidious aspect of how deep like hey we'll have the ones looking crazy and doing all of the things and then we also have the people that are in society and are protecting it by keeping themselves distance from fronting it i i don't know heather asks about what happened and he says he checked himself in the same room as the murders and she's like seriously at the courthouse he and vera act even more shifty as she says that i didn't know that the work would affect you like that you left and he's like i know there's more to the fucking story and you spiked my tea and i need to know what i said now we know that harry is susceptible to dominant women and then the physical touching that she be doing and you are officer of the law it's not a good look they plead not guilty julian's defense heather goes ham on vera in the hallway for not being julian's mother and denying knowing marin though she has proof i would have been had the dna test vera lashes out and calls her a liar as harry guides her or heather away saying that was the wrong move and you're letting her get under your skin right you are motherfucker and here he is calling the kettle black that's rich and low harry and she's right you're always defending her like she's the victim julia knows the officer was making some statements about him when things got heated when vera refuses to tell him what it was about he knows that she's lying and walks away liar liar whore liar whore and you know it they both were practically yelling so i wanted him to be like bitch i got ears she said that you're not my mother we witnessed a session of the work as a man lets out his pent-up dark thoughts about his wife out on vera who subs in for said bitch betsy is as uncomfortable with this as vera who pretends otherwise when confronted while the good doc watches transfixed moran shows up asking for vera after betsy backs away from criticizing the work she offers her refuge in the commune vera tells her we feel so much with nowhere to put it and they are conductors for each other's love and release she then brings her to lionel that is his cabin and started ear hustling outside <laughs> said cabin and uh, the way they were ominously looking at that bed definitely indicates that he may be the baby daddy heather and harry visit glenn fisher who is testy about seeing his tape indicating there are others he states he was acting out in his head and no one was hurt but is dodgy about how many times he went there and denies seeing marin before kicking them out so i'm guessing that people might have some blackmail on them with these tapes i know i would not want these the way in which he was like i didn't know they was raising a kid killer they definitely want to social distance themselves from mosswood even though the ties run deep the kids fuck with julian at the detention center julian tries to be one with nature
blames herself and thinks Marin is the woman in the lake, but Jack tells her it wasn't her fault. To be honest, I could care less about this relationship. Heather, in general, and Marin are both two of the most boring characters. <laughs> I do not root for either one of these women, nor do I care. Uh, I'll talk more about it when we get to another scene. Harry meets with Vera who wants him to be a character witness as their case doesn't look very good he doesn't trust her so she admits that she isn't biologically julian's mother but that she raised to protected him after marin left a few years back and doesn't know what happened to her but she was troubled marin tells vera she's pregnant in the flashback and it's his indicating once again the beacon knocked her up but vera tells her she'll get an abortion as children are not allowed at Mosswood, and that's something Dr. Poole can help with. As they're not advanced enough in the work, children carry their shadows, thus won't be permitted. So Marin says she has to leave since she won't abort, since that's what her mom wanted for her. Heather tells her captain with Harry standing co-signing about Julian's paternity, which has been ordered, finally. And that there's another potential homicide surrounding Mosswood as she's disappeared, Marin, since going there, admitting that she was a friend. Harry tries to defend Vera, but Heather points out she has lied every step of the way, which is absolute facts. And I'm not sure why Harry is, like, it feels as if he's compromised, which does nothing to help him when he defends her. Beacon tells Vera the work is deepening and changing them and that violence is part of that after he brings her a scapegoat and has her feed it. Apparently, they're going to raise this scapegoat, love it, take care of it. She gets to name it so that it's offered up as a release because you need a scapegoat. What do you mean? Lionel is definitely inspired by the Greeks, he said, as a catharsis. This is what they would do to keep the community. Like, we have to have a certain amount of, like, this has been explored in different genres. It's an interesting thought, but he pretty much is winging it. I don't know if he's winging it. I think he's just batshit crazy. Harry stalks out Glenn's house, having seen something familiar while visiting earlier. I didn't realize that was the same device that his mother had had then finds a photo of fisher's grandfather near the rock and that the land mosswood is on was owned by the fishers until they sold it to lionel jeffries heather is pissed that he refuses to bring vera down for her role in this while he thinks looking at photos of lakes isn't going to solve it either so she lashes or lashes out saying neither is your dates Liddell, her boss, called her dad about her decision to open a case of Marin, and the cover-up is getting closer to home. These kids are trash mimicking Julian's crime, so he engages in the most animalistic fight I've ever seen. It was like a chihuahua. <laughs> it wasn't even that the boy was getting beat up, he was just stunned by what's happening it's like um you're just making more sounds than you are actually landing punches 
Julian goes into solitary confinement, and I would think that's a nice vacation, but that is indeed what an introvert <laughs> would say. We're thoroughly comfortable in silent situations. Um, Harry's kicked off the case by Liddell, and Heather agrees, because she's kind of been told the case is over as well, since he decided he was speaking for the defense. Harry knows he stirred the nest, but slapping at the hornets ain't going to help the situation. Heather's thirst for Marin is the most unsubstantiated shit I've ever seen, and it really makes me think she's weird, like a weird stalker more than a love interest. Like, come on, it's really pathetic. Your best friend knows you like her more than a friend and isn't okay with it, and yet you keep following her around, pretending otherwise, like she is insane. Stop sexually harassing me. She tells her to grow up and go home. Like, I get it, I couldn't lose anyone else right now, but at the same time, you you did put a lot on her that really wasn't on her. <laughs> you had this whole infatuation, and then you got rejected, and then you acting like you can't get over it. It's been like fucking, how old is Julian? Like 12, 13 fucking years? I'm not trying to be unempathetic that, hey, love is love, and you know, it's your first and whatever. But at the same time, it feels as if this has been the only thing that, like, this scarred her for life and she never moved on. And I guess that's a situation that can be, but I do feel that they were young and they were, like, it, it, it doesn't feel like a healthy thing. And it's a good thing that they both walked away from it, to be honest. Harry is being followed, it seems. Vera calls. Julian has refused to see her and only wants to speak to Harry. He visits and says he doesn't understand this place. People are weird here. They mimic your crimes. <laughs> yeah, so why aren't you letting your mama visit you? Because Vera's a liar. Okay? She's lying about the visitor he had a few weeks ago. It was real. They were trying to take him. A man came in to take him and then they dragged him out of the room. Who's they? Harry and Jack exchange angry words when he gets back to his house when he points out he knows Keller likes to keep their secrets and protect each other and he keeps trying to make him feel bad like I thought it was me that ended our friendship. Motherfucker, I ain't even seen the friendship between y'all. And that he was behind Heather's mistake of letting the case go and focusing elsewhere instead of getting to the truth. This drawn out mama story is beginning to great. Just say what happened, damn it. The big, you know, aha of the episode, I would say, or at least the biggest, like, holy shit, is after they killed the scapegoat, and I can't help but see at that moment the symmetry of what Beacon planned for Julian in the long run as he mentions the clarity that has happened since they killed the scapegoat and the next phase of the work being ascended, so it's time to begin a new chapter and like something out of the Old Testament right before Vera goes to her own session, she goes, oh, by the way, Marin's pregnant and we'll abort the baby. We're going to call Dr. Poole. Beacon declines. And you can see in her eyes and in his exactly what he has planned. Danger, danger. I don't fit in, I'm a stranger. Believe her, believe her. I can take out all the evil. So Vera very much is the bad guy in this situation. Whatever she 
was brought into the cult that's why betsy and is it bessie or Bess? i can't remember i think i should call her bessie i don't even care about those people and, and that's why they took the kid they're like yeah we need to get you the fuck away from what's gonna happen to you next so while he was doing self-defense he didn't understand that the people that took him were actually protecting him and the people that is supposed to be protecting him planned to put him up as a sacrificial lamb we ain't seen lionel yet so when is he gonna step into the picture if you want to send feedback for the next episode blackrockcouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time, peace, hair grease, and black or magic.